From the Selfish Path to Romance, download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. No, I am not letting you out of this house. You can't stop me. Only yes, I You walk out of this house, don't even think about coming back. And that's from Buffy, and I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. Now, here's the scene. Your 10-year-old daughter walks out of her room, getting ready to go to school. Now, she bends over to pick up her book bag, and you are shocked. You're annoyed at her. Her skirt is way too short. And you tell her, get yourself inside the house right now and put on decent clothes. You know that skirt is much too short to wear to school. Now she looks at you with this defiant, threatening look, and she says, just wait and see what my dad has to tell you. Now what do you do? Now there's a twist to this. The mother in this case is actually a stepmom, and the daughter seems to have her dad wrapped around her finger. So I will help the stepmom coming up later in the show. And say you've been enlisted in the Navy since 1995, and since that time, Ah, you've had really bad anger problems. And it's not the typical anger, even as bad as it is. You lose it with your wife or your kids or a coworker. But something else is causing really profound, very deep anger. And it's listening and watching the news. You get not just ticked off or annoyed when you listen to the news, but you get an emotion that you want to kill. Now who's the target? The people that you really can't kill. They're dictators. And you don't know what to do with this powerful surge of an emotion. So how do you control anger? And is it even controllable? Later in the show, I will help a dedicated serviceman ask himself questions that will help him make sense of his anger and then find a much better way to express it. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. I'm a clinical psychologist, and my show is The Rational Basis of Happiness. And even though it's not therapy, you can pick up the phone and give me a call with any question that's been bothering you and that you would ask a counselor or a therapist. My number's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. That's toll-free, 1-877-DR-KENNER. And right now, we're going to go to the phones and speak with Anna. Anna, welcome to the show. Hello. Hi, Anna. What's your question? My question is how to help my best friend with anger, severe anger. So uh, something like what I was just talking about? Almost exactly everything you say is exactly what she's going through, but more. It's just, um, I know what she's going through because I've been there in a situation since she's been um, divorced the first time to the second divorce and she got separated. But I seen that this time that she got separated a second time, things got worse out of proportion. She got into a very deep depression. And the main thing that triggers her is Anger is the first thing that she has, and she just gets upset with every single thing, how, uh, gets annoyed. And I, I realize that the ones that are more closer to her, which I'm the, I'm usually the one that's the most closest to her because uh, I go visit her every single day, She's the, I'm the more most target she gets. It's, got, it's gone to a point that um, she becomes very um, vulgar, ins- insults, and she insults me or... 
or she throws things around the house and she just starts screaming and she can't control it and she tells me I can't control my anger can you please leave because if you don't leave I'm gonna kill you it's exactly what she says okay what is your relationship with her She's my best friend. Yeah, but when you say that, is it a best friend that you just met a year ago, or is it a lifetime best friend from grade school? Uh, I've met her close um, as like eight years, nine, go to nine years. And how has your relationship been with her over that period? It's almost a decade. Um, it's been, since I met her, is when she's barely started divorcing her first husband she was very nice very calm and she was deep and she did what she was kind of disappointed for the, uh, the fact that that her marriage didn't go well but it wasn't um that i know of she um she started um trying um wanting to go out and drink a lot almost every day to try to surpass the problem she had you know with her husband or so her she husband. picked up a really bad ha habit of trying to self-medicate yeah. Trying to blank out reality, not deal with the hurt, not deal with the anger, but just to blind herself, yeah. psychologically yes. deaden her emotions. Yes, and since since then, I mean, she's been and she drank and she drank and she drank. So every time she would drink, and um, I've noticed that when she would drink, she would uh, at the beginning she started being very calm and happy, like a happy social person. Okay, and then when she met her her second husband that's when i met him the same day they got married and everything they went out and when the moment they got married they started having problems so from there on her marriage was mostly separation then togetherness and she started drinking now out of anger and she's her 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 attitude just changed completely drinking was violence for her okay. she'll get violently she'll get anger not toward her husband with the people that were close by her like, it's been um, several occasions that she would be so, like, um, intoxicated and she would be um, so upset and I'm so, um, just to the point that she couldn't control herself. And I've been, I will ask her, can you please calm down? And she would, like, confront me and got, got physically aggressive. And that's, that was one time that I totally stopped talking to her for a while, which I feel I shouldn't because I think she needed some more help. Not me leaving, but I think it was better because I didn't want to get myself in danger knowing that she was that upset. What keeps you attached to a woman who's being abusive to you, who used to be a former friend? She's got alcohol problems now. She's not taking care of them. They're getting worse. They're getting progressively worse. You're, you, there's, a, there's a phrase. You go home and kick the dog. You're angry with your exes or somebody. You're angry with your boss. You go home and you kick the people that are most supportive of you. Okay. You're being the one that's kicked. That's called displacement. She's displacing her anger onto you. Yes. You didn't. You didn't injure her, right? No, of course. I'm not. I'm not a person of violence. So I'm a very right. What keeps you trapped in that relationship when you could go out and have much better friends? Okay. Well, get me. Keep me to it. Is that since I was very young, I was been a person that liked to help people. And I and every time I try, I try to help a, a friend, way before I met her, I would help a friend, and I would help them enough for, for them to get on their feet. 
so they could get on their feet. So I was always a person that people would come and ask for advice, and I would help them up. And once they were on their feet, I would let them go. And you know, and I was. So yeah, would you but, feel like a failure if you didn't yes, succeed I with her? I, I I feel that the reason why I don't let go of that friendship is that I w- want to be a person to to achieve her happiness. Okay, can I stop you there, Anna? Yes. You can never do that for someone else. But you need to be a friend to someone. Do you know who you need to be a friend to? Who? Yourself. If your child were friends with someone who wanted to kill her at times, what would you tell your child? Yeah, not to not hang out with her. Not to hang out with her. So you have every right to be a helping person to those who have earned your help. And I would love to give you some advice right after the break on situations, circumstances when you help someone and circumstances where you let go and you be very good to yourself. I'm Dr. Ellen Kenner. Be right back after these words. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and Dr. Edwin Locke, who's world famous for his theories in goal setting. To have a thriving romantic relationship does not mean you must always be chained together. Feeling a sense of relief when your partner goes on a trip does not necessarily mean you don't love that person. Maybe you need some private time, just as your partner does occasionally. If you always want your partner to leave town, that's a different matter. In a thriving relationship, you will always be glad to see your partner come home. You'll be happy you had some time to yourself and will feel reinvigorated romantically. Obviously, we don't condone sneakiness, irrationality, or any type of dishonesty during those times that you're on your own. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com. And you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com. 